Hello everybody, it's Graham Kay. It's Friday and it's therefore Wow Ergonomics because it's midday on Friday. I hope you're all well. Uh, Stephen, how are you? Hello, yes. Uh, pretty good, thank you. Yeah, full of a bit of, bit of cold, um, but I think everyone's got a cold at the moment or, or almost every other person's got a cold. So I'm sort of in the, I'm in the 50% as it were. Well, at least everybody is cold. Um, now, oh, actually, I don't know whether I'm, you're hearing me properly for a minute because I need to bring my microphone up a little bit. There we go. Uh, because today you might have noticed my background. Oh, he's disappeared. My background is slightly different uh, yes. from the usual. And the reason it's different. Why, why have you gone to a, a circle on the screen, by the way? I've gone to a circle because I think there is a we were just talking before we joined there's a bit of a delay with the camera so you can hear me in real time but you can't see me in real time so i'm going to turn the camera off um, yeah. and then i'll switch it back on and see if it writes itself but it's very uh... weird when you're talking and your mouth isn't moving and then your mouth starts moving and you're not talking so <laughs> well, I, 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 I quite enjoy it um it's, it's almost like there's a you know it's a, the symbol almost looks like a beating speaker which yes. is wonderful yeah, um, there you are. So it's some would say, like, say it's an improvement as well, wouldn't they? Well, I feel like I'm talking to Hal from, you know, in 2001. <laughs> Dave, you don't want to do that, do you, Dave? You know, there you go. That's my Hal impersonation. Um, for any of you that are joining us, thanks, thanks for joining the madness, as as per usual. Uh, this is the, yep. the ergonomics programme on the interweb with a difference uh, in that, that we don't just... Uh, spout off boring um, facts and figures at you all day long. Although we do do that sometimes as well. Uh, but we, we try and make it a little bit entertaining at the same time, just so that uh, you stick with it um, and yeah. uh, you hopefully learn something along the way. I am going to... One of the, one of the things uh, that my wife has taken to watching mm. on, the, uh, on the Facebook, uh, if I can dare swear for a minute... Um, yeah of late is a, is a couple called abby and cole i don't know whether you've heard of them at all no they're tell a, me more though. A, they are a, they are a couple they're two women they're a couple um and i think they're really well known for a couple of things one one is they they get these crates of parcels okay um which i think are sort of returns and things like that from shops etc mm. and they but they buy them they get them given or they buy them wholesale, something like that, and then they open them and then go through them and then they donate all of the things that they find that are good to, to charities, which is okay. lovely, which is a wonderful thing. Hmm. Um, and the other thing is that they, you know, they they're going through IVF treatment, etc. Um, and hmm. one of them is is now um, I think six weeks pregnant, which is wonderful. And we've gone through that journey with them as well. So that's right, Abby okay. and Cole. Okay. People may that may have followed them, but one of the, as I say, one of the things that they're very well known for is opening boxes. Uh, <laughs> that's my tenuous link. Yeah, uh, very good, very good. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so I thought I'd do it today. Yeah. I've never, I've never really done an unboxing video before, uh, but here we go. This is the box. Yeah, I recognise oh. that handwriting, Graham. This this handwriting is apparently yeah. Stephen's finest. Handwriting. That's it's not come, saying very much, is it? It's come. It's it's well, I, you know, it's definitely not GP standard. Anyway, no. Uh, <laughs> it's better, it's I legend. presume, not worse. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, this has come all the way from uh, where Stephen lives up in the Midlands. Um, yeah, and I'm going to now open it so that we can all yeah. see what's inside it. Well, but you're excited, everybody, aren't you? We need like a drum roll, don't we? Like a. There you go. Sort of uh, we need Tom Morley. That's what oh, we need. Oh, yes. We need Tom the with his good old drums. Tom. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, let's write a song about it. Rhythm. I've got rhythm. Let's all beat a drum. Yeah, anyway, here we go. Here we go. Let, let, it let's, hope it, let's hope it's arrived in the same condition it left. Oh, this could fall flat on its face. This <laughs> Can thing, you imagine that? Can yeah. imagine Oh yeah, I've got, I've got it right. So inside, Stephen's packaged this mm -hmm. very well indeed. All right. Did you like now? Here, did yeah. you like the, the fact I've used paper tape and not plastic tape? Paper tape, which paper is tape. very environmentally friendly. It and is. inside we have cardboard, mm. which is good. Um, I wonder what was in there? Monitor arms. 
Monitor arms, okay. Yeah. Dogs and all had the little that components. End. Dogs had that end of it. That, I ripped it in two to squeeze it all it in. in two. And then inside, inside this more paper, because it's, yeah. it's all recyclable, which is good, there is shuttlecocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tube of tennis balls for Wimbledon. It's a tube of tennis balls or shuttlecocks. For you to, but no, indeed, here it is. Do you know what? It's larger than I thought. Yeah. That, that, yeah. When you see... Somebody... When you, yeah, go on. I was going to say, when you see this on the screen, yeah. normally, it looks quite small. Yes. Right? But actually, for, for, to give this some perspective, yeah. some anthropological measurements, they are, there's my arm. Yeah. And it's actually the size of my forearm, my whole forearm. And I've got quite long arms. Now, so, isn't there a statistic, something to do with the measurement from your elbow to your middle fingers, the same as the top part, the top bone in your leg? Isn't there something like yeah. that where something measures? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's not always it's not always the case because some people have pretty weird measurements. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's roughly that. Anyway, there you go. Uh, so for, for anyone that wants to know, this is this is how the energy by light arrives. Okay. Massive Pringles so, tube. A massive Pringles tube, which you can yeah. keep and use for uh, Christmas. For bottles of wine or something at yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. You know? There you go. <laughs> Uh, and uh, unpacking it even further, we have there's the lid. Yep. The lid. And inside the lid, there, in the, the tiniest bit of plastic packaging, yeah. uh, is the power supply. Oh, shocking it around already. There uh, was the power, power supply. Power supply unit, um, which has got a couple of adapters. There's a, there's a European adapter, I believe, is that? Mm -hmm. And an yes. English adapter on it. There is. There you go. A little cleany cloth thing wipe your light and that's for wiping your light is it it okay. is wipe your light wipe your light and then we then we get drop it and then we get into yeah now this is where you shouldn't turn it upside down <laughs> yes yes <laughs> because it will be smashed energy by light yes uh but there we are it, it, and now now it comes out and also look Look at that. The destructions, I always call them destructions, not instructions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are, are wrapped around it. There we are. Whoa! Look at that. Matthew. There you go. There we are. E Look, the, the EBL in all its glory. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. It's it, Honestly, it's so much bigger than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, which is not a bad thing at all, because actually it probably needs to be that kind of size in order to to effectively do its job. Um, yeah, I guess to generate the ambient light, because as, as you can see there from what you're holding up, Graham, you can see the sort of the eye, which is the task light. So that gives you the direct light onto your keyboard and your workspace. But the, the rest of it is the ambient light to light up the rest of the room um, or the corner of the office, wherever you're sort of working. So it, it, it's got a, a fairly decent amount of height to generate that sort of, of light to, to, to fill what in effect could be a fairly decent size space. So uh, for, for anyone that's a lighting geek out there, this, this mm -hmm. uh, particular slit here, and you can see at an angle inside there's, there's one light, light source, mm -hmm. that's, that's throwing out uh, basically an asymmetrical light frame, uh, which, will, which will, if you sit this towards the edge of your desk, will then fall directly onto the working area without giving glare onto, mm -hmm. the, onto the monitor area. Then this tubular section, which of course is well enough away from uh, said monitors and things in order to not cause the glare, will throw a, a gentle ambient light out into the room. But also that that it will be that that completely changes over the period of the day and therefore make you feel more energised. Correct. There we go. And you you were saying there about where it goes. It's it the, the general rule of thumb is wherever you're mousing, if you're mousing with a with a vertical mouse or a horizontal mouse, say for me on my right hand side, this goes yep. in roughly the same place on the left hand side. So yep. opposite opposite sort of side to where you're mousing, as it were. 
and uh, do you know what? It's a great, it's a great size. Uh, there's yeah. where the there's where the uh, electricity goes in. You've got mm -hmm. this lovely louvering at the back. Is that is that does that is that functional? Or is it just aesthetic? I think it is possibly helps i guess with some of the ventilation i would say for cooling some of the... cooling yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah, would yeah, suggest yeah, that's yeah. why that's what that's for on on the top there is yeah. uh manual controls for this correct yeah right but obviously so the, I, what I, I did read up you... about it before today yeah. so well see, done the, these are the manual controls but obviously the whole thing can be controlled by a beautiful app which you can download to your um mobile device Yes, uh, so, so that you can control all of it via there mm. as well. Uh, that's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful. Well, we, thank you for sending we, that. No, that's all right. We'll be really interested to see how you get on. I mean, one of the things with with some of the with the sheer volume of sort of shows and podcasts that you do, Graham, it'll be really interesting when you have it on because one of the things that we sort of touched on briefly is the fact that it, it improves the sort of illumination of your working area. But actually, when you do things like teams calls or zooms or those sort of things it actually makes you as an individual your sort of shoulders and body and face look a lot clearer and brighter so almost the quality of your appearance when you're doing that sort of thing um it improves vastly so it'd be interesting when you've done some of when you've set it up and then you've done a few whether you get that feedback or when you watch it back yourself and go actually i do look a lot clearer yeah thank you very much um yeah. We're actually going to try various different things with it. We're, we are also going to try uh, it in uh, – I've got to be very careful how I say this. We're going to try it in the bedroom so yeah, that yes. – Right, uh, to see whether or not it has uh, an impact in terms of waking up in the morning and, mm -hmm. and, and whether that, that works. Uh, we're going to try it with our son, who uh, who is seven – who is being diagnosed at the moment for ADHD to see whether it has an impact on his sleeping pattern as well, because um, his sleeping pattern is is uh, problematic, shall we say? Um, right. Okay. And he ha and he has trouble settling. Okay. Uh, and or and or waking up, he doesn't really understand how to settle or wake up, and it'd be interesting to see whether it has any dynamic effect on that. Um, yeah. And then we'll try it in the workspace as well. So we're, we're going to give it a, a free a free in test, yeah. etc. I kind of want to. One of the things I kind of want to do with this mm. is I kind of want to now create, you know, like when you have those parking spaces or, or you go into <laughs> um, a street, in, you know why I'm going with this, yes, in, in London or whatever, and the thing pops out of the ground like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Because that has a thing on the top. I kind of want, kind of want to create, <laughs> create a space where, in fact, is is there a desking manufacturer out there that could actually create a oh. thing where this is actually popped down in the desk and then it could actually just pop out like that? I don't know, but I think we need to get a copyright on that very quickly. That's a great idea. I just think that would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like literally, you almost could... pre you almost press down on it. And it sort yeah. of springs up, as it were. Then you just, push it down. Just, and it, yeah. Yes. Hey. Genius, right? Hey. That needs to happen, doesn't it? Yeah. There you go. I'm going to very carefully put it down over here so it doesn't get broken. Don't drop it. No, it's in a safe. It's in a safe place. I'm going to remain standing up, which is so hard to do that today. I'm actually standing up. I'm using my. Um, I'm actually using my standy up, sitty down, do whatever without a frown desk uh, today. Um, so, and I normally sit down for, for a while, but I'm standing up, which is why the background might look slightly different. Are you are you going to be able to come off um, circle? I'm going to try. Now? I'm oh, going right, to try. Okay. And, and before I do, sorry, I'm just going to try something. This is, I honestly, we had not discussed this before. I always stand up when we do WOW. And I decided today I was going to sit down. No joke, Graham and I had not spoken about this. And he's standing and I'm sitting. Now, let me just see if we can get this... Uh, we can wow. get this camera to oh we're a little bit we're still we a don't little know bit why. stuck aren't we we don't know why it may be maybe it's uh the the little people that run around and make the the wi-fi happen in in that part of the world that it's not running around fast enough they need no. some energy by light 
exactly. Yeah. But you can, but you can see I was sitting down and Graham is standing up. So it usually is the other, the other way around. But I am going to turn the camera off because a lot of people listen back on Spotify and the image doesn't matter. And it's really off-putting when you're talking <laughs> and you're seeing yourself ten seconds <laughs> behind. So, um, apologies for those people who did want to see me. Not this week. I'm just going to uh, stop the camera and uh, that, just that's go all right. audio for me this week. That, so. For anybody else, if you're watching this back and you're wondering what's going on, I am not speaking to AI. Stephen Howe is behind the dot. It is. Mm-hmm. It is real, etc. Yes. Now. <clears throat> Another thing to talk about this week. We haven't got a special guest, by the way, this week. No. Uh, that will become apparent towards the end as to why we haven't got a special guest this week. We're, 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 we're fess up to that towards the end of this. But uh, we've, got, we've got plenty to talk about anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, it, it's, it's great sometimes to have a week where we don't have uh, somebody on. One of the things that... Um, one of the things that we talked about this week was trying to get more people outside of kind of the ergonomic sector into uh, the kind of sector work space or the sector space in order to find out about ergonomics. Mm. And I, as you know, outside of WOW, I do some uh, music interviews. Uh, and yep. I, was, I was blessed during the week, at the beginning of the week, to, to interview a lovely lady uh, who was part of Britain's Got Talent. Do you remember that show? <laughs> yes. Yes. The wonderful, the wonderful Britain's Got Talent, um, yeah. and this lady appeared on there eight years ago. Believe it or not, eight wow years ago. Wow! So it's amazing how time flies. Um, mm. But I don't think any of us will have forgotten her. Her name was Lorraine Bowen, yeah, um, and she became otherwise known as the Crumble Lady because she <laughs> arrived on the scene. Uh, picture this, if you will. Uh huh. Pulled onto the stage an ironing board with yeah. a Casio keyboard taped to the top to sing her special song that she'd written herself about making a crumble. Um, which certain people, uh, Simon Cowell, um, thought was horrendous. Uh, but the wonderful David Williams and the rest of the audience absolutely loved it because it was incredibly entertaining uh, i was going to say this is when you said cal hated it i was just about to say walliams is going to be all over this loving it isn't he uh yes and very famously uh she received the golden buzzer from wow. david williams for that and do you know what she, in the interview and people please do watch the interview because it's it's hilarious uh in the interview she she admits admits that actually she almost really didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> and when the golden buzzer went off, she really didn't know what was going on. Um, and uh, But she, she knew that she was standing there on stage and all of this golden tape and everything was going down and she just went with it. But yeah. she didn't, she'd never, she'd, I think she said she'd watched about two minutes of the show before that. Okay. So she had no idea about the format and somebody had just said to her, you need to go on this show. And then an agent had come and found her and pulled her onto the show. And she really had no idea about it. Um, So (laughs) you can imagine like David Williams stands up, presses the golden buzzer, all of this tapes coming down. She's just like, Oh, great. (laughs) She has no idea. I'll have a bit of this. Yeah, she has no idea. She's just she, she's in her own little world, and it's lovely. Um, but anyway, we discovered in talking that I mean, she writes. This is the thing about the rain. She writes songs about the everyday, right? Yeah, making a crumble, putting it in the oven, baking it, etc. She's got another song about list making, uh, which which is great. And she you know she tells people to make a list, put it on the list. Blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, it's all kind of, I suppose, in a way, it's kind of her reflections on everyday little things that you should be doing or that she finds helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the one of the things that she discovered in the middle of the uh, pandemic in the same way that a lot of us did was that actually sitting at your desk for long periods of time doing doing uh, stuff, you get really sore and you the inactivity really doesn't help. And so she started looking around to see 
if there was anything out there song-wise that could help her because she she relates everything to music. And it was interesting because, and we had a whole discussion about how growing up we had all of these people on TV that were very in tune with that. So uh, you might, I don't know, you might remember Go some on. of these. There was Angela Rippon, the news yeah. reader, used yeah, to yeah. do her own exercise things. And then we had the Green Goddess. Green Goddess, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Motivator. And then Mr. Motivator. Exactly that. Who's still going strong. Which, which, yeah, which actually proves a point, doesn't it? it? You know, these people have stayed healthy. Mm. But we had all of these people that kind of encouraged us because we were all getting a bit slovely in, in, in exercise things. But she was looking for someone that specifically was trying to help with desks and exercise. Yeah. And, of course, had she known that, about people like Alison Thompson, etc. Then you yes. know she could have gone. She could have gone there. She couldn't find them, so she uh, she did the research herself. So she went and found uh, a physio within the NHS. Got advice about what sort of exercises people should be doing, and created a song about it. And she created desk exercise. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to play it? <laughs> Which I'm I'm now hoping if I share screen I might be able to uh I might be able to make this this work. And I'm going to share just a few seconds of this because otherwise we're we're being an infringement of copyright but here we go. Yes. Uh this this is desk exercise with Hello, my name's Lorraine Bowen and this is Desk Exercise. If you're feeling a bit slumpy at three o'clock in the afternoon, then this is the track to get you going. Keep on moving and all the exercises start on the left. Let's go! Desk Exercise it's time for exercise at your desk. Stand up, exercise at its best. Flick your chair away and let's get going. Travel desk exercise. Stretch your arms Stretch your arms to the left. Ooh. Stretch your arms to the right. Now. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. You shared this with me earlier in the week, Graham. I was crying with laughter. It was we watched the whole thing through. I mean, it's brilliant, but I was just, I just could not stop laughing. It was like proper tears down the cheeks moment when I was watching it. It's brilliant, though, isn't it? It is brilliant. Think, it is. Brilliant. I think what's great about it is, I think it's great that there's a that people like Lorraine have recognised that actually there's a problem. Mm. that actually sitting statically for long periods of time at a desk, not moving at all, is actually causing a, physio a physiological problem. And that is actually causing, you know, that can cause pain uh, and, 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 and major problems. So however fun that is, yeah. uh, there's an element to it which is deadly serious, right? Oh, absolutely. And if, if, and if we, you know, if we kind of bring that over to, how that kind of plays out in terms of uh, experts in the ergonomics field, etc. I mean, you, for example, you've got a piece of software that that helps with that. Yeah, so we have work. We have work and move coach, which is all based around reminders, prompts to take a break. You know what it'll do? It'll look at how much you're using and your you lose. Look how much you're using your input devices, so your keyboard and your mouse, and it will prompt you to take breaks. You know, there can be short breaks, longer breaks. It's all about stepping away from what you're doing, exercise, movement, and then going back to it. But we all, you know, how often do we just, you get your head down with a piece of work and bang, you've gone. And it's an hour's gone. And you're thinking, what happened? What, what you know, I've, I haven't taken a break. You've got the soreness, the, you know, the uncomfortable posture that you've sort of not thought about as you're sort of working all the way through there. So this is, is simply going to, remind you to take those breaks which is yeah. really really useful and again it's just it's just habits isn't it habits and rituals well if it's not a natural habit or a natural natural ritual for you to take frequent breaks there is something out there from a system software perspective that can aid you in that the, the other part of that though and, and Lorraine and I spoke about that is it's a cultural piece as well 
very much in terms yeah. of England, and she, and she she'd recognised that as well. That actually, she said to me that there were. It's quite peculiar our culture because in in some cultures, they are much more willing to sort of get up and dance and do things because she's travelled the world uh, doing various things. I mean, what? Would you believe that the ladies actually toured with Billy Bragg as his keyboard player as well? Oh, right. Okay. All, all, all around the place. And she said well, one of the things about England is that we are stiff. We're inherently stiff in everything yeah. that we do. Like, we don't like to kind of show that we're... Sorry about the dog, by the way. I don't know what's gotten into him today. Um, but we don't like to show that, you know, any kind of emotion in, in a lot of situations. Mm. And... um. I think one of the things that was great about what she was trying to do there as well, she's trying to kind of overcome that Englishness as well yeah. about getting up and moving. You know, it's kind of maybe an extreme case of it. But if you think about it, why why do we just sit at our desk for long periods of time and not even go, you know, I'm just going to get up from my desk and stretch, right? You, we, we've both got sit-stand solutions, right? Yeah. But how many people get a sit-stand solution and then don't use the sit-stand solution? What they what what they do is they're either stand all day or sit yep. all day at a desk, which enables them to actually physically move. We I yeah. did a call. I did a, a I did a a call about six weeks ago now with a huge UK financial institute and we were talking to one of the main facilities guys there and he made a point that they'd gone and invested in all these sit-stand desks but he literally turned around as we were doing the call and said everyone sat down no one's actually using them so actually the organization has gone away and made the investment they probably listened to the listen to occupational health listened to the employees about movement and changing posture etc etc they've gone and invested and then no one uses them and i've heard that mentioned one or two times from organizations where massive frustration that people just don't use what they're being given so it, we've often questioned is it is it organizations actually investing yeah that's always going to be a challenge there'll always be organizations who will try and avoid in, in, in um investing but actually, the, the onus then has to come back on the user as well. They have to be responsible that if you are given something to support you, you absolutely have to go and use it. Yeah. and But also, equally, there are still people that don't just don't know. I no. saw during the week, friend of the show, Paul Skinner, yeah. who runs a uh, ergonomics um, dealership down in uh, the southwest of the country, uh, near, yeah. near to where I am. He put a post out. I don't know whether you saw this on LinkedIn. I did. About, yeah, I did. Uh, and it, in it, it kind of almost had the, the the devolution of man, but it also had like, you did another one with um, some uh, height adjustable sit-stand desks in there as well. And I yes. went through the comments on that and there were two or three comments from heads of people mm -hmm. at fairly yeah. large organisations who said, oh, I've never seen a desk like that. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, sit-stand desks or height-adjustable desks, how many years have we had that as technology no. now? That's unbelievable. I mean, what, it is. What makes me laugh is, though, is where you also hear some people referring to them as standing desks. And it's like, you're not quite getting the concept here, are you? It, it, it's not a sit-desk. It's not a stand-desk. It's a sit-stand desk. If you stand all day, as opposed to sitting all day, it's going to just create problems. Is this a semantic problem again, though? And I, I oh, and a, a sales type problem as well, because I think it is. If if I, it's it's a bit like the word ergonomic. If I had, yeah, yeah. if I have my time again, going back round, yeah. and I could think about starting to sell those desks, mm -hmm. like twenty odd years ago when they first came in, or whatever it was. Why didn't we call them move desks? Do you know what I'm yeah. saying there? Why didn't yeah. we why didn't we use as a definition for them rather than something which is a static position, yeah. standing, why didn't we call them move desks? 
because then everybody would get the con what they would if they didn't understand they'd ask why is it called a move desk because you yes. can move <laughs> but by giving it that name like you say giving it two defined positions sit stand yeah. desk in some people's mind i think that goes oh i've got a choice i can either sit right most of the time or i can stand most of the time do i understand that i need to sit and stand so it's it as you say it's almost sometimes the wording and the marketing and the and the, sort of the semantics around it oh mm. as i say i i can't i did speak to someone if any any sort of said to me yeah i sort of stand all day and it's like but that's that's just not the point. But again, you've got to think, how has how that individual got in that position that they believe standing at a desk all day is good for you? What's what's led them to that thought? What's the what's the piece of marketing? What's the training? What's the knowledge sharing they've picked on? There, up there on has been some science shared in terms of, hasn't there? There has been some science yeah. shared in terms of like the benefits of standing over sitting and, and you know, uh, to some degree, actually, you could argue that standing all day is possibly better than sitting all day because actually it, it at least it encourages probably more dynamic movement in the body than than sitting does. Uh, especially have as a ever, lot of people. Have you ever tried? Have you ever tried standing all day and working at a desk? Yes. Yes. And and do you know what? It hurts. <laughs> I find it hurts particularly like you your lower for me lower back and balls yeah. of your feet those yeah. pr pressure points where there's a lot of weight coming through your body back onto your onto your balls of your feet and your heels and your back trying to trying to maintain that position all day yeah. is more i find it more uncomfortable than sitting all day well uh, well uh, i'll say a couple of things on that one is i think we have to accept that that's partly the case of the fact that if you're used to sitting yeah. you'll find standing painful yeah okay um because my wife works as uh well she's moved more into management now but she's worked her entire life as a dental nurse and dental nurses stand all day they do not sit down no of course um and she finds sitting painful she she's now found as she's moved more from being a being a nurse full-time into management where she does actually have to sit at a desk a lot of time she now gets a lot of backache where she never used to before because she's now sitting where she always stood so if your body gets used to one thing one set of muscles are obviously going to get stronger than another set and you're going to you're then going to find it difficult to to do the opposite right which it, it comes back to what we were saying really which is that actually if you if you alternate what you do then actually you 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 help in that situation, mm. right? So one thing rather than another. The other thing that I had found did work really quite well is if I was trying to use a standing desk for a long period of time, then a a good anti fatigue mat does actually yes. help. Yes, right. Agree. Which for for people if you haven't ever seen that as a piece of kit or don't know what that is, think like a gym mat. Uh, yeah. made of a kind of rubber type material that you yeah. stand on but what it does is it actually takes a bit of the the kind of pressure from under mm. your under your feet and just kind of softens the blow on the knees as well really yeah. because you've got a little bit of bounce there rather than actually standing on a hard floor all the time it's a good bit of advice if you are going to buy here you are if you're going to buy a sit stand desk don't just stand at it don't just sit at it Use an anti-fatigue mat because you'll feel the benefit of that and move. And that is why I actually always ended up calling them sit, stand, move desks. Okay. And that is, that is, that is literally what I ended up calling them because I used to say to people, you have to, before you buy into this, you have to understand the premise of what we're trying to achieve here, which mm. is that we want you to sit, we want you to stand, and we want you to move. We don't. We're not saying get away from using your chair, but we're saying don't just sit all day long. Stand occasionally and and move occasionally. Yeah. And if you and if you can get into a habit of creating a day where you you do those different things, then it helps. And it's just yeah. part of it. Part of it is just about reorganizing your 
workload during the day in order to fit the physical side of it. So, you know, think about task breakdown in the same way that you would think about task breakdown uh, in, in terms of when I've got time to do these things. Think about tasks in terms of how you can do those tasks. You might not be able to stand, for example, uh, and, and create a post for social media, but you might be able to read your email standing, right? Yeah. So, so therefore, go, I'm reading my emails now, stand to do that. This task, I actually find I'm more focused when I'm sitting, so sit to do it. This yeah. task, actually, I don't even need to be at my desk to do this task, so I'm going to move. It's a great point. You know, like, the more I think about what you're saying there, I if I'm doing, like, work with Excel, I don't like doing work with Excel. Sorry, let me rephrase that. I prefer Excel work when I'm sitting down as opposed to standing up. So what you're saying there about reorganizing your day is a really valid point. If you've got a big piece of Excel, or if I've got a big piece of Excel work, don't look to do it all off in one big block in the morning. Take a chunk of it off. Take a chunk of it off in the morning and the chunk in the afternoon. Because if I then do it all, you know, or vice versa. If I do it all at the same time, either all in the morning or all in the afternoon, it's naturally bringing in a longer period in a sitting position where I don't want to alternate to a standing position. But so by taking that and splitting it over the day brings that natural alternation in my working position. In the, in, for the second time today, I'm probably going to give away one of my genius ideas, which okay. um, I should have registered first before I before I said this. Okay. Uh, you, first of all, there was the energy by light springing out of a desk, which yeah. which we just need to make happen, or you need to make happen. I need to make happen. Uh, yeah. the, <clears throat> the second one is I've been playing this week with a new piece of software, which called Motion, okay. and uh, Motion is like a combination of different things. So if you think about things like Calendly that helps you book meetings. Yeah. Right. But you also think about a piece of software that's a, like a task based piece of software like Trello or Asana or, you know, some kind of Kanban type piece of software. This combines all of those together. And it also uses clever AI. So what you can do is you can put all of your calendars together in there and then you create a whole set of tasks and projects that you need to get done during the week. And then what it does is it uses AI to go, where can where can all of those pieces fit in yeah. to your calendar? Nice. So it, it demarcates your work for you throughout the week okay. and you then you don't even have to think about it, right? So it organizes your week. Wouldn't it be lovely if... Uh, someone from the ergonomic sector could get involved in that as a project and go, mm. okay, what if alongside that you could enter in some data about what kind of work you can do from a neuro, maybe a neurotypical or even a, a, a just a, a cognitive processing point of view in against each kind of task and the, and where you feel comfortable. And then what it could do is think about how much time you should spend moving and then it kind of allocated against each task as well. It'd say, right, you need to stand up to do this. You need to move now. You need yeah. to. So to actually get the whole thing together. And actually wow. then it's like, not only, yeah, isn't that brilliant? Not only is yeah. your not only is your week organized, but your week is organized in terms of a bit of movement as well. So you're not having any day where you're static. That would be genius. It would. Oof. There you go. Um, Excellent. Someone might roll with that. I don't know. If you do, please let us know. I mean, you know, you just say, please cut us just in. say I, I got the idea off well. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, thanks. <laughs> 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 you never know. But look, this is it's what we need more of in this sector and in any sector is people just having these ideas. Mm. They don't necessarily, they won't necessarily all fall through, uh, follow through, etc. Yep. But it, unless people are trying to disrupt and actually think about how we can bring things together that people are already doing with the message of 
move more, look after your body more, work in a particular way because this is this is going to help your body, then we won't we won't make these things come together and gel. No. And 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 then we're actually we're just all fighting in our different again in our different silos etc whereas actually these things could combine really quite nicely we do want to work in a more organized way as ai will help us in the future take away some of the grunt if we yeah. let it right but what we need to do is see how in doing all of that it also makes us think about our well-being as well right so that we're not just replacing one set of tasks that we needed a computer for with another set of tasks that we, we can use a computer for, which actually physically are going to make us worse off. You know, and that's the danger, isn't it? The yeah, danger is we, we replace spending hours doing the query table on the Excel spreadsheet. We're spending hours doing a design over here for a flyer because now we've moved it from a from a, a you know, an accounting-based job into something more creative. But ultimately, I'm still spending a lot of time at the computer. Yeah. We've got to got to get the well-being piece into that somewhere. So, what, what do you think the biggest? Where do you think AI is going to have its biggest impact over the next five years? Where's Where's the real Where's the real winner for for all of humanity without getting rid of people's jobs? Where's Where Where do you think's the thing that it's going to make that can have the biggest impact and biggest difference? I think it, it it should be inefficiency uh, yeah. in in all quarters. It should really be it it should be in if it's done properly. It should be in the health and well being space. That's okay. where it should be best, right? Because what it should allow us it should allow us more time to be creative, right? If you think about it, and I've talked to some AI experts about this, the one thing AI is going to struggle with more than anything is that human ability to be ultra creative. Yeah. Right? And to break new ground and to, to push us forward. So we've got to we've got to try and use AI to take us away from pushing around of data or copying of data or just moving of data that mm. just gets a job done. Yeah. Because AI should be able to do those computations and sort the data and put, put the data in the right place for us. Yeah. And that should leave us freer to go, <coughs> how, how can we create? How can we push something onwards how can we how can we make new opportunity for that my thought, my thought's very similar to you yeah my thought was going to be in the healthcare sector so slightly broader than health and well-being sector actually in the overall healthcare sector with with beasts such as the nhs and the size of those organizations and the ability to sort of streamline thoughts and processes and speed things up that was a sort of, you know, and it's very, very similar. Your, your sort of thinking was quite similar to mine, but mine was sort of on a slightly broader healthcare level. But but yours is certainly really interesting in the specifics around sort of health and well-being. I think the biggest challenge there to the the, mm. the healthcare, well, to to the NHS in particular, is before we even get going on AI, and it's it's similar to some extent. We need uh, we need integration and we need connectivity because mm. at the moment that doesn't exist in a lot of places in the NHS. How many yeah. times do you go and see a doctor who then refers you to somebody else who then has to take yeah. all of your case notes again, who then refers you to someone else who then has to take all of your case notes again? Mm. The, the, the first... The, and and ultimately, I think that's the first stop for a lot of businesses in a lot of their processes. The first thing we need to do is get better integration and, and coordination of data so that actually we're not repeating ourselves over and over again, but we can actually 
take from somebody once mm. and move that move that data across safely and securely, um, but into other areas so that we can really use that data as effectively as possible without having to waste people's time. <laughs> You know, so the so the that, AI almost comes in on top of the coordination piece, and that's the piece that the NHS, or as an example, is is sort of currently lacking in. Yeah, I I think once we've got the coordination of data there, once we've joined the dots on on data, then then we yeah. can start to use AI to go. Mm. How can we now more effectively use this to to create something else? And that that's mm. an important piece. Excuse me. But there we are. Uh, we put, kind of put the world to rights there with, uh, yeah. with all of that. Um, it's, interesting, it's an interesting conversation, folks, uh, and we'd love to hear your views on it. Where do you think AI is going to go uh, in the future? What kind of part do you think it has to play in uh, health and welfare? Uh, what, what part do you think it will play in terms of uh, provision of services and support of people that need it within not just within the NHS but within fields especially I expect a lot of the people that we get listening to to wow are people from sort of the occupational health field or maybe even the the sort of vocational rehabilitation field I'd love to know where you think AI can play a part going forward in those sectors in terms of perhaps uh, more effective uh support of people that that need that support i mean i definitely think there needs to be somewhere in that a, a better bringing together of what we what we already know so that we can more effectively support people um without the challenges that we have at the moment um where perhaps there are sort of gaps where people fall off the radar they get one level of support yeah. but then they don't get the next level of support and i mm. think It'd be good to see AI being used in those areas. And I think they are. I think they're begin we're beginning to see that. I think we're beginning to see maybe apps and things like that where maybe someone's getting uh, ergonomic assessment or, phys you know, they're seeing a physio or, or something like that. But it's recognised that there are uh, maybe maybe issues around mental health or whatever and then you know automatically some other support system gets kicked mm -hmm. in that actually then signposts and helps that person in that in that way i think that's i think that's going to be key actually going no, forward I, so that i think so and i think it'd be good over the next sort of few weeks and months i know you've got lots of guests lined up graham but someone really did i think it'd be really good to almost do a bit of a a sort of cradle to grave on AI because I think a lot of people hear it. You know, we talk about ergonomics and we talk about people hear words, but it'd be really interesting to sort of understand it from the start, wouldn't it? As to what what does it actually mean? We all hear AI, but what's our understanding of it? What's our expectation of it? You try and almost get as many people as you can on the same sort of level to understand what it can actually do, not just how many people are sitting there and going, just nodding, yeah, 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 AI. But actually, they don't really know what it means, but they're a bit embarrassed to ask. I think the other little thing to say on that is um, I, I always marvel at the posts in the morning on LinkedIn or, or whatever mm. social platform where people go, you know, do you do you use AI within your business or are you seeing AI being used within your sector? And people are going, no. And I think. You, you don't you don't understand do you no <laughs> because no. it's a little bit like people going well i haven't got i haven't got a uh, computer in my house right i don't outside or outside of my office there's no computer in my house yeah there is there's your washing machine yeah there's your smart tv yeah, there's your yeah. you know you can go on and on and on ultimately ai is being embedded into every solution now yes if every online solution has ai built into it if you, the, the the daft thing is people are saying that on things like linkedin what do they what do they think is sitting behind <laughs> it's like hello it's right LinkedIn. in front of you hello yeah, this is this is ai this is a you great know? example of it yeah <laughs> you're sat there saying no I, I you know i don't interact with ai at all yeah, you do. Uh, you're, you're you're literally on a platform that is yeah. using AI in order to 
look at what people are writing, what they're yeah. thinking, who they're commenting on. Do they, what do you think an algorithm is? You know, what do you think that algorithm feeds into? Some, you know, platforms are getting smarter and smarter and smarter. Some would say they're not. Uh, but, um, <laughs> you know, that is all based on artificial intelligence, yeah. you know? It's uh, big, big data is driving the world and, mm. you know, to not, to not appreciate that you're already using it <laughs> is, is a mistake in this day and age. So there we yeah. go. I'm going to go and play with my uh, energy by life now. Um, yeah. If, uh, if, if folks, if you enjoyed the unboxing of that at the beginning of this uh, and you want to do your own unboxing, uh, then please one. do. Yeah, <laughs> buy one and unbox it yourself. Yeah, I was going to be more <laughs> subtle, but yes. Sorry, uh, sorry. Uh, then, then do find out more information on energy by light by visiting the the now legendary Wow Ergonomics yes. uh, website at wowergonomics.com, where not only can you listen to previous episodes of this show and catch up on uh, all of the latest gossip, uh, but you can also find information and some videos there about Energy by Light uh, and get get a link through to some of the places where you can buy it as well. So there you go. That's That was Energy by Light. Um, yep. And we will be back same time, same place next week. If you hadn't already guessed, we actually pre-recorded this, uh, which is Did why we? I gave away, yeah, which is why I gave away uh, that kind of clue at the beginning of this. If you've, uh, so if, if you were hoping that you could comment live on this on the on the Friday, uh, or you did comment on the Friday, and you're wondering why on earth aren't they getting back to me straight away? That's the reason why. Uh, yeah. We are basically AI. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we 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 do not exist. Uh, and Stephen's actually looking like, as I said at the beginning, yes. looking like how anyway, uh, which was must have been one of the first kind of big screen debuts of ai wasn't it 2001 no yeah 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 i'd have thought yeah. so yeah and we were frightened by it right then you know i mean i think 2001 kind of put the fear of god into everybody in terms of you know uh artificial intelligence um and maybe maybe you still have got that fear well maybe it's time to investigate it a little bit more we will be back same time yes. same place next week uh with a guest uh because i'm going to sort that out um and uh, until then take care of yourselves and uh do remember lorraine bowen and her uh e desk exercise song mm. don't necessarily get up and dance in the middle of the office you might get arrested uh but yeah. do take a moment or two to move this week just think about that till next time bye for now see you next week <laughs>